Welcome to the Empower From Within podcast presented to you by Trezal House. I'm your host, Jessica West, founder, author, speaker, and coach. Every week on the show, I share an inspiring interview with an incredible entrepreneur, author, healer, or change maker to tell their empowering story. At the end of each episode, I highlight the key self-empowerment takeaways to help you discover the limitless power you have within yourself to reach for your greatest desires and create the life that's truly worth living on your terms. I'm so happy to have you here with me today and together, let's go within. Hello, and welcome back to the Empower From Within podcast. I hope you're doing amazing. I'm really so excited about today's episode. Today, I'm talking with Melissa Caprio. She's an author, photographer, radio host on OM Times, and creator of Postcards to the Universe, which is a global movement for manifestation that everyone is invited to participate in. It's like making a mini vision board on a postcard, but really tapping into the feeling of your desires while you're making it, and then you mail it out to the universe. Melissa's inspiration to create this movement came from a desire to have a forum where people come together in creative ways for global change. She's been featured in a number of magazines such as Roar, Fierce Feminine Rising Magazine, Voyage Via Miami Magazine, and Shout Out Miami. Today, we chat about her journey in becoming a co-creator with the universe, the back scenes of her business, self-worth, letting go of the how, and so, so much more. Also know that during our conversation, Melissa shares some of the postcards with us that she received. So if you would like to see them, be sure to watch this episode on our new YouTube channel called Empower From Within. All right, without any further ado, please welcome Melissa Caprio. Hi, Melissa, and welcome to the Empower From Within podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, and I can't wait to dive into our conversation all about manifestation. Um, As I was telling you before I uh, pressed record, this is one of my favorite topics, and so I really can't wait to dive in. But before we get into that, do you want to share your journey and how you got started in all of this mindset manifestation material? Yeah, I would love to. Thanks so much, Jessica, for having me. Like I was saying to you before you hit record, it's nice to be on this side of the camera, you know, and being interviewed because I usually am doing interviews with other people, you know, talking about similar subjects. So it it kind of fell into my lap. Like, so sort of what happened is I kind of got hit with a one, two, three punch I was moving. I was leaving a job that I loved. I, I, I'm a photographer. That's my background, art and photography. So I photographed for years uh, dolphins doing therapy with uh, developmentally disabled kids. So that was my job. So I love the job. So the job was ending and then I was moving locations and then I was married at the time and we were getting separated. So everything kind of hit me at once. So there was a lot of pain and discomfort and questions of like, why is this happening? I don't understand. You know, we always go back to the, when some things happen to us that are painful, we always say stuff like, I'm a good person. Why did this happen to me? Right? So I had to, I guess I had to have those things. Like now that I look back where I'm removed from it and it's not painful anymore. Like I look back and I think, I never would have gotten to where I am today if those things didn't happen. And so when I was asking the whys, that's when I started to do a lot of listening to um, 
inspirational authors talking about their work. I, I started listening to, I already knew who Wayne Dyer was, but I started really listening to him and him talking about manifestation. And I got into Louise Hay and Hay House and the authors. And it started to occur to me. And now, like I said, I, looking back, I can understand, you know, that we are co-creating with the universe the things that come into our lives and sometimes we need those painful things to move us in the direction that we're meant to go so when I first heard about the law of attraction which is basically you know we attract those things to us from where we are it's more energetically than than anything else I mean you could say you want something but if you're not an energetic match to it it's not going to come to you so if you don't feel like you deserve you know a mansion you're you're probably you can want it all you want but you're probably not going to get it because you don't feel that you're worthy of it so once I discovered like oh what is this love attraction thing I took a course, um, I met a woman and she was actually teaching it as a course, which was so cool. And while I was doing that course one night, and I've talked about this story, I talk about it in my book and I've talked about it on my show and other podcasts. I was like falling asleep and I heard really loud in my head postcards to the universe. And I thought, oh man, it was like one in the morning. And I was like, this feels, it felt really important. I didn't know what it meant. So I got up and I went on GoDaddy and I bought the domain name. And I was like, I know it's important. I don't know why it's important. And I didn't do anything with it for a year. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, what does this mean? So what started to happen is, is I was meeting people who were helping me get to the next level. And with a photography background and creativity, I started to think, well, how can I use my creativity and photography in manifesting? and working with the law of attraction and being a conscious co-creator with the universe instead of just allowing things to just happen to me unconsciously. And that's kind of how it formed. And I realized that I could um, work on photographing people's manifesting affirmations. And in the sense, I asked them to do it in a postcard format, kind of like a mini vision board, because we can use a lot of images in that. I love people's handwriting. I always have, like, I always photograph like love letters and cards. I just love the way people write. And it's like a lost art nowadays. And my handwriting is terrible, like awful. I don't know if it's because I'm a lefty. <laughs> It's just so when people have beautiful hair. So there was always that attraction to that anyway. And like what people would write to each other. So it kind of all just clicked in place. And since since it did, so many other things sort of fell in place afterwards without me having to struggle to get them. That's kind of the short answer. Now, I just want to say to everybody who's listening, it doesn't happen. It didn't happen overnight. It was it was a, it was a process. The first year, like I said, I didn't do anything. The second year, it was just kind of figuring everything out. So it, it wasn't something like, oh, I had the idea. And the next day I'm, you know, highly financially successful in the business. It just didn't fall that way. And we get a little impatient, as I'm sure you know. <laughs> Right. That's yeah. so true. I mean, we all want that instant overnight success, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 
Uh, I love everything that you said. And, you know, it's funny because I just posted today a quote from Wayne Dyer on my social media where he says, you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. And it's really like that feeling state, like, who are you? Where are you vibrating? Because that's ultimately what is going to come back to us in our life. Yeah. And I, I, I love that even though you went through the difficult moments when you had some time mm-hmm. to heal, then you're able to look back and then piece it all together. And then everything makes so much sense. Right. And we can almost mm-hmm. feel a sense of like appreciation for those moments because yeah. they led us on the path that we are now. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you have to, that's what the, the, the postcard making the postcard Part of the process is is tapping into the creative energy of feeling what you're putting down on a a little postcard. And I can show a couple examples, you know, for people who are watching on video, some postcards I've received. So it's you're tapping into that energy, right? So I ask people to make a postcard and then they have to send it to me. You know, they have to release it and take a photo of it and put it somewhere where it you see it every day. It could be every time you open your phone, could be something that you print out and you put on your refrigerator or your mirror in your bathroom. And it's starting, it's it's reminding you to become the energy of that what is in your postcard. Like, for example, let's say you want to manifest a loving, fulfilling, romantic relationship, right? But all your past relationships have not been fulfilling, have not been successful. Maybe there was a lot of trauma, maybe abuse, or maybe it was just you guys weren't a match. You know, there was no connection between the two of you. It's hard to go from A to Z, right? So you have to start feeling into that you are deserving of what it is you want and you have to become that what you want so if it's somebody who you want who is um, responsible you have to be responsible if it's somebody that you want and you want them to have integrity you have to have integrity so these are the things that you remind yourself so the postcard is just part it's like step one it's like the fun first step into to saying and declaring to the universe i want this and then it's taking the action steps that follow. So here, I'll just show you a couple of different postcards. So sure. this is a postcard somebody made. This is one side. This is all about self-love. And this is I the other that. side. So it could be like so creative. People think yeah, like they have to, beautiful. you know, that they have to be an artist. So that's one. And then I tell a lot of people to cut out words, cut out pictures. It doesn't have to be a four by five. You can get creative. Like, look how big this one is. Wow. Right. So it's just like having people, you know, I tell people, go to Pinterest, download photos, go old school, magazines, you know, (laughs) cut out pictures of what whatever you desire looks like to you. New Mm -hmm. house, a new job, a new relationship, a move. If you want to move somewhere, you know, make a postcard around wherever you want to move to. So it consciously, it just seeps in there. And the universe has a wonderful way of saying, oh, okay, that's what you want. I'm going to bring you people you're going to meet, emails you're going to get, books you're going to come across your desk, podcasts you're going to listen to. And it's going to just help take you to that next level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I love this idea of 
sending it off and you're almost like releasing it. And it, it's making me mm-hmm. think of, I believe this is Abraham Hicks when they talk about like art of allowing. And that's really mm-hmm. just like allowing everything just to be as it is and allowing others to be as they are. Right. But when you look at it, like when you create a vision board, I feel like, cause if you always look and you're like, I want that house or I want that, right. I want that. You're kind of affirming that you don't have it yet. And so you're not actually being in the vibration of having that. And so you're always Mm -hmm. going to have that one day, but you know, that one day needs to be now. So I love that idea of releasing. And so can you share, because this is a global movement that you're, that -hmm. you're starting with these postcards, right? And so is there like instructions that you have for people when they're creating their postcard? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I tell people and I bullet pointed it on the website about how to make a postcard and the address to send it. I was doing, and I'm just getting back into doing workshops, but before COVID I was doing in-house workshops where I would meet people and we would gather and we would create postcards together. So what I tell people to do who are at home is to first think about, get very clear on what it is you want. Many times we have no idea what it is we want, but we know how we want to feel, right? So if it's we want to have more joy in our life, we have to know what will bring us that joy. Is it a new job? Is it a new home? Is it letting go um, of the past? Is it forgiving somebody? Is it, you know, getting out of a relationship that's not working because you want to have some time on your own for self-love, or maybe you want a different kind of relationship. Once you can identify that, I tell people to create like a sacred space, you know, to make their postcard, get all their tools and all their fun products and all the stuff that they want to use. They could go to the dollar store and get paint and colored pencils and tape and, and, and sit down, set the space, light candles, turn on music that you like, shut your phone off, If you live in a house and you have kids or, you know, your spouse or whatever, you can lock your door. You can put a sign, leave me alone. Like, this is my time. Like, do not disturb and start playing and get really creative. Flip through magazines or, or start printing out images of that, which represents what you want and write it in an affirm, an affirmation, write it as I have. I'm grateful for like I'm grateful for my new career in dot 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 fill in the blanks not that I want it's that I have and I'm grateful for it because gratitude is huge a powerful tool in manifesting Mm -hmm. so once you 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 set the intention and you make the declaration and you set the space and your postcard is finished you bless it take a photo of it keep it somewhere and then you mail it out and just let me know send me an email hey you know I'm sending you a postcard you know it's it's on the way so look out for it and I tell people that when those things start showing up in your life to reach out to me again if you want and we can talk about it I have a radio show that I make a podcast. They can come on the radio show and we can talk about how, what were the steps that happened after the postcard and how did it come to you and be open for the universe. Like you mentioned, Abraham Hicks, the art of allowing, be open for the universe to surprise you. You know, sometimes we're so rigid and it has to look a certain way and you're missing many opportunities of the universe saying, Hey, but 
It's right, you know, go here. Why are you just looking like it has to be this way? And so many more things can show up that way that you couldn't have even imagined that makes it so much brighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have any suggestions for people who might be feeling like they're stuck on the how mm-hmm. and it needs to look that way? Like, what are some suggestions that you have for them to be able to release the need for to go a certain way and just be open to the infinite possibilities? Right. Yeah. That's the, that's the trick with manifesting, right? It's like you want something and then you have to release your, uh, control over how, when, you know, when it's going to show up, how it's going to show up, what it must look like and to not be attached to it. And that is probably the hardest part of the manifesting. And I think that's why so many of us, um, you know, don't manifest or that we're always manifesting. Let me put it to you this way. We are always manifesting many times. It's things that we don't want, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you hear the saying misery loves company, you know, the person that always talks about how they have problems, what happens to them? They're always having problems and issues, right? Cause that's where they're completely focused. So we want to be conscious co-creators. So when you set your intention and you make your deck, Exploration, you have to get super clear on um, feeling into it. And what I mean that is, I believe that probably 99% of the population has a worthiness issue. I think that many of us at certain times of our lives have felt that we don't deserve some of the things that we want, right? So you have to get super clear on talking with yourself and seeing if you really feel like you deserve it. And if you really believe that it's possible for you, and if you don't, then you have to find the help to make you believe it, whether that's having a coach, therapist, getting healing work done, whatever it is, that's the first step. And whatever you are looking for, if it's uh, um, a new job, let's say, this, this is hard. It's hard to be grateful in an old job when you want a new job. Gratitude is one of the most powerful ways of manifesting, and it's the fastest I have found, and it shifts our energy quickly. So let's say you're in a job you hate and you want a new career, and that's what you're working on manifesting, and it's just not coming. You have to look for those things in where you are that you're already grateful for, and you really have to feel the gratitude for it. It could be some of your coworkers. You may really have made some great connections, whatever it is. It could be the hours, the location of the job, you know, your time in the morning that gives you that hour. If it takes you an hour to get to your job that you can listen to great music or me, I, when I'm on long road trips, well, practically now all the time when I'm in the car, I listen to audiobooks because I'm such a reader. I love to read. So whatever it is in the situation you're already in, you've got to focus on what you're already grateful for as you're wanting that new career. Let's say it's the career and start taking the action steps at the same time that could lead you into that new career, make connections with people, email companies, um, do a lot of research on where it is that you want to be. That's where you're working for. And Anytime you catch yourself going, oh, when is it going to happen? I've been doing this for like a year. When is it going to happen? You have to tell yourself, stop. Just, um, you know, just cancel, delete, cancel, delete. 
I'm not, that order is not going in, <laughs> you know, and call back your order and just shift your mindset. It's, it's practice. It really is. It's like when you start working out, you know, the first time you do it, you know, your muscles are sore. It's hard. It's not as easy, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it's just, it's just becoming conscious of your thoughts and where you're putting your energy. So if your energy is lack in lack, but I don't have it, it's not fair. Why don't I have it? That's what you're attracting more into you, more lack. So you have to put your attract, you have to put your attention on being gratitude for those things you have, because then you feel more abundance in your life. And that's what you want. Mm -hmm. I hope that made sense. Yeah, it did totally. <laughs> well, I love that you mentioned self-worth because that's something that I really believe in. And actually in my book, self-worth is the very first chapter because it's so, so mm -hmm. important. And ultimately, if you don't believe something could be true for you, it's not going to be true because right. you're kind of, you are the creator, co-creator right. of your world, right? Now let's talk about action a little bit because I know it sounds like it could be like, okay, so you got to be intentional and you have to do your mm -hmm. gratitudes. Like for some people on the outside, that could sound like a lot of work, but I think mm -hmm. I, I would love to reinforce that. Like it doesn't necessarily feel like work when you're feeling mm -hmm. good and it's mm -hmm. not like go out and do action. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be trying. It can flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it could be, you could give yourself, you could set a timer and give yourself 30 minutes in the morning. And that's, and you're intentionally working toward your goal. So that could be doing research if it's career, um, if it's self-worth, it could be doing um, mirror work and writing affirmations and writing letters to yourself. Meditation is great. A lot of people love meditation because it clears their mind. And there's a lot of um, meditations that it's not the quiet space you know somebody's walking you through like a gratitude meditation or self-love meditation if you make a commitment to yourself to do at least one thing a day toward that that's all you really have to do and then for the rest of the day let it go don't worry about it have fun in your life be present in what is already in your life your family your friends whatever you do every day that brings you joy just say, okay, I'm, you know, I'm starting with my 30 minutes. I'm going to do 30 minutes every morning or 30 minutes every evening before I go to bed, which is also great because you're going to sleep after you just did some, you know, whether it's meditating or if it's a visual, you know, a lot of people love to visualize. So they'll close their eyes and they'll visualize themselves in that new life, whatever it is they want. And, you know, they wake up and their dreams are better and they wake up feeling better. So you don't have to be like, oh, God. I have to go to work for eight hours. Now, how am I going to spend, you know, three, four, five, six hours doing this when I have to do this? And then I have to come home and take care of my family. And take... so, yeah, it becomes overwhelming. I would just make a commitment to fulfill a certain time slot that works for you. And I feel like 30 minutes is not unreasonable for, for anybody to find 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And especially when the intent is to feel good and refreshed mm -hmm. after those 30 minutes. Like, I'm curious about your opinion when we, we talk about um, like meditation or journaling, mm -hmm. what if someone is like, but I really hate doing this, but then they're like, but I gotta do it because she tells me that I need to do that. If I want to <laughs> manifest, <laughs> like how much is it more like not necessarily the practice, but do something within mm -hmm. that 30 minutes that allows you to connect with the feeling of that wish fulfilled. Right. So find out what it is for you. Like I, I can't sit 
and, med and meditate. I can't. I can't. I try. Mm -hmm. Doesn't work for me. I can't sit and quiet my mind. My mind's all over the place. So what I started doing is I love yoga. So in the mornings, I'll do some yoga poses. And as I'm doing the yoga poses and I, you know, quiet my mind, I will either visualize, I'll talk to my, I'll talk to the universe, I'll talk to my guides or my angels or whatever, and say affirmations to myself as I'm doing those poses. I used to do, um, I used to do mirror work. I did that for a long time. I, I, I now was working on self-worth issues. I read about that. Louise Hay talked highly, talked about that all the time. And I made a commitment to myself for a few months to get in the, get in front of the mirror first thing in the morning and start saying loving things to myself. And literally it's five minutes. That's it. It was really uncomfortable at first. And, you know, you do it before you, you fix your hair, you put makeup on, you know, and you're thinking that you're looking the worst when you first roll out of bed. So I would get my coffee and come back and do it. And it was very powerful in shifting, shifting how much I criticize myself, you know, and that has like changed things dramatically for me. It could be um, doing morning pages, Julia Cameron and the artist way. She talked about that. Like first thing in the morning, you do three pages where you just write whatever and you're dumping all of that, 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 that stuff that we have and that we carry every morning. So you could do whatever it is. Maybe you start out with just listening to podcasts like this every morning for 30 minutes, you know, while you're exercising or while you're getting ready for your day or, you know, or sitting down and reading books that are talking about what we're talking about, just to sort of get you in that space. you got to do whatever you're, you like that works for you. So you'll keep doing it because if you don't like it, it's counterintuitive to what you want. You're not going to do it. You're going to resist it. And that's not what you want to do. And for me, when, it, when you know, because so many people talk about sitting and meditating and, you know, some people can meditate twice a day for like an hour day, twice a day. I'm like, there's just no way. Like I tried it. I, you know, even to sit for 10 minutes wasn't sit, quiet. Mine wasn't working. So the only things that do work for me when I am meditating is uh, somebody who's walking me through a gratitude meditation or walking me through a visualization because then I can get my mind to focus at least there. But left to my own devices, you know, and what I was doing is I was resisting it and it was it wasn't working. So if if certain things that your people and people who listen to your show on a regular basis, because I know you talk about manifestation all the time, are are not feeling comfortable, they just need to find the things that they like to do. You know, whatever suggestion that you hear, whatever, however that is, do that. Cause it's really about how you feel. It's not really about what you do. So if you're feeling good, I mean, you know, some people do, uh, you know, CrossFit training, you know, hardcore, but it makes them feel so good. If that does it, then while you're doing your CrossFit training, say some affirmations to yourself, whatever, you know, whatever works for you. Exactly. Yeah. It, it is definitely the feeling. And then I, I feel mm -hmm. like when you get very aware of what it is that you're feeling and you're feeling yeah. good, I mean, that's a sure way to kind of, you know, to go back to what we were talking about, how you have to release your desire. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a sure way to kind of release it because you're feeling so good in the moment. Like you're having fun right. on your journey towards it. And then when it comes and it's like, oh my God, this is yeah. like 
this is just another thing to be so grateful for. Right. But we need to mm-hmm. be in that state before. And so when you started getting into this, you had mentioned that it was 1am in the morning and you got mm-hmm. kind of that intuitive hit to go and get the domain name. And, um, I just want to talk about how like it's so important to really recognize that feeling because we all get these sudden intuitive hits and it's so important that we follow them. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't, right? We get a nudge and we're like, oh no, because I got to do this. But miracles really do happen when we just take a chance on ourselves and follow that little inclination that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, it was my intuition told me it was really important. Like, like, I'm like, why did that just come into my head? Like, it made no sense, right? It came into my head and I'm like, it just feels really important. I don't know why, but I don't want to forget it. That's what I said. Cause you know, that time, you know how like sometimes you'll, you'll wake up and you'll remember a dream, like the first three seconds and then it goes, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to forget it. It feels really important. Let me just go do this, you know, find domain names don't really cost that much. So it wasn't like a huge financial investment that I had to do right in the minute. And like I said, I didn't do anything with it at first, but I trusted what my gut was telling me. So if you are walking around in your day or you're doing something and you get a feeling about something, notice it. And if you don't have time to really investigate it, The great thing is, is we all have these phones now that has like notes right in the phone and you can like hit your microphone and whatever that intuitive hit was and, you know, say what it is and say, I have to go back to this later. So that way you're at least recognizing it and you can investigate it. Somebody said something to me or I heard something. I don't remember where it was. And it, it stuck with me and I wish I could remember who said it, that Ideas are floating around all over the universe. And, and if it comes into your head and you're like, oh, that would be a really good idea. And you don't do anything with it. It just floats out and goes to somebody else because the idea is meant to be born. So it's like, who's ready to take it? You know, who's ready to do that? That's why I don't know if you've ever noticed that. When you start doing something, all of a sudden you'll notice the other people that are doing it too, or something similar to what you're doing. And you're like, oh yeah, that's so wild. They're, you know, they're doing that too. It's because the ideas are just floating there and the universe is just waiting to see who's going to grab it. So if an idea is meant for you and you get that hit and you're like, this is really kind of interesting, at least take note of it somewhere and then go back when you have the time to really investigate and see if it's something you want to explore because that's the universe giving you a nudge. And if you don't take that one, don't worry about it. Something else will come along, <laughs> you know? Right, I think absolutely. Freaked out. Like if we don't hit a certain marker in what we have in our head by a certain time, by a certain date, by a certain age, by this, this, like, like time's over for us. And it's not over until, you know, it's really over <laughs> until you're in the ground. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so good. And I heard that before too. Again, I don't know who, who it is that yeah. said it, but yes, totally. And it really reinforces the fact that like we are co-creators, right? It's not mm-hmm. just us. Yeah. And our thoughts are not just limited to, yeah. they're not in our head for starters. <laughs> they radiate yeah. outside in our energy. And so we're not alone in that. And I think it's, it's so, so powerful to keep in mind. And that's yeah. just incredible. I have become very aware of thinking that there's enough for all of us 
And I'm not so much in the competition game, you know, like there's a lot of us talking about this and we all talk about it in different ways, right? And whoever resonates with you is going to resonate with you. Whoever resonates with me is going to resonate with me. And the same thing with, you know, shifting my story around money, you know, there's enough money for everybody. There's no reason that we don't have to be in competition. We could be in cooperation, right? Because there's going to be enough people coming your way, enough people coming my way, enough people coming everybody's way. And that was a big shift, you know, for me when I'm really diving into this work that, because I, I hear a lot of people, you know, and I think that's an old business model that is sto is starting to break down as people are coming up, younger people are getting into the business world, like their ideas of, you know, I want to work with you because we can do greater things together. And it's all about co-creation, right? There's enough for all of us. There's enough. There really is. Absolutely. Yeah. It, abundance is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And and even like I'm thinking in the coaching industry where there's a lot of coaches who are teaching on the sure. topic of manifestation and everything, but everyone's going to resonate with somebody mm -hmm. different. And it doesn't mean that, you know, this person, you're tied to them forever. You can right. move on and go see another person because mm -hmm. it's all depending where you are and depending on your levels exactly. of awareness and everything. Right. And so it's just free flowing. Mm -hmm. And when we operate on a state of it's kind of lack, it's a lack mentality thinking I got to mm -hmm. keep this to myself and I got to right. like, collect everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we're getting because that's what we're vibrating at. <laughs> so it's really yeah. becoming aware that like our thoughts are creating the the mm -hmm. world that we're experiencing. And so you know, on the terms of attracting it, but also on the terms of how we interpret everything that's going around us. And there's multiple yeah. ways to look at one thing, right? And so yep. what is it that you want to create for yourself while you're here? So you have the, I'm looking at your postcards to the universe right behind you because mm -hmm. you have yeah. the image. And so- Yeah, that's my book cover. So this is the book cover. This I have the book in front of me. So in the book, there's 30 postcards that I photographed. They're all my photos along with- the manifesting stories of the people who who said yes and were I was so grateful to be in the book that let me share their story. So they made a postcard and they sent it to me, or it was either done in a workshop or whatever. And when that what they put on their postcard came true, I said, Hey, can I share your story? Can you write, you know, we'll write it. Can you write it? And then I'll edit and we'll talk about it and it'd be in the book. And everybody said, pretty much said yes. I only had one person who wanted to remain anonymous, which was fine, you know, because I have everybody's name in the book. And I broke up the book in four sections. So there's a section on uh, money, there's a section on career, there's a section on health, and then there's a section on love. And it's not just romantic love. I focus on relationships, you know, um, children, parents, siblings, friends, coworkers, you know, because we all want greater relationships in all of our relationships, whether it's, you know, employee, employer, your coworker, your friends, your, you know, especially in family dynamics, sometimes there's difficult relationships about how to heal those relationships. And yeah, I wanted to touch on that. I wanted to touch on that. So each section at the end of the section, I uh, have some writing exercises because like I said earlier, when we were talking, a lot of people don't know what it is that's going to bring them what they want. They just know I want to feel peace or I want to feel joy or happiness or whatever. So each section is geared to help you get clear on what it is you want in that area of your life. 
in your money, in your love, in your career, you know, in your health. What do you want your health to look like? So we get real clear on that from the writing exercises and they're, you know, it's not too long. It's just like simple questions and you answer. It just helps you see where you're at. And then I have like fun exercises in each section. Like I have a whole self-love ritual and with a whole dialogue for people to do when they're taking a shower. So it's about loving on ourselves and our, you know, loving. I mean, how much do we take for granted what our body does for us on a daily basis? Just the fact that, you know, you can walk and make yourself something to eat and take a shower and all those things that some people can't do. So like, I just want us to be more aware of what it is that we already have to be grateful for, you know, and then I, in the relationship section, I tell people how to make a love box <laughs> to attract a, a relationship that they want. So it's just fun stuff. And then there's always this fun things to do with money. Cause I don't think I have ever met anybody who said that they've have enough money, <laughs> you know, everybody mm -hmm. wants more money, right? Cause we could do so much more with it. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. And that, that was what I was going to ask if the, the stories that you have, they're actually people who sent in the postcards, which is just, mm -hmm. That is so incredible and so special. Like, how did it feel? And how does it feel when you receive the postcards in the mail? Like, that must be such a great feeling. It is such a great feeling. I love it so much. I get so excited. I'm like a kid in a in a candy store. And so when somebody, has the, I would love this. So this is the thing that I really love. So somebody would make me a postcard and, and, you know, maybe a couple months later, you know, maybe sometimes it's a couple weeks, but like a couple months later, I'll get a, you're an email, like, or a phone call or a text or whatever. You're never going to believe what happened. And I love that. You're never going to believe what happened. And I'm like, what happened? You know? And then they tell me the postcard and, oh my God. And, and then this happened and this happened. And I'm just like, you know, somebody about a book. I, I got a publisher. I got an agent. I got this. And it's just like, wow, you know, you don't even realize it, but now they're conscious of it. Right. So they're, so they're excited and that makes me excited. And, you know, I love sharing people's stories if they want to share them with me. I mean, I have my, my radio show. It's on home times on Wednesdays. It's a live radio show postcards to universe with Melissa and, and I make it a podcast and I, you know, every week I ask people, send me a manifesting postcard. I mean, take the time for yourself, you know, it doesn't take that long, you know, take, make a little space for yourself. Be, what do you want? What do you want to bring in and make one and send it out? It's not going to hurt, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. Honestly, it makes me think of, and you may have gotten this before, but like, you were a child and you used to send a Christmas list to Santa. Like it's just so yes. exciting and amazing that you can actually send it somewhere. So to yes. you, so thank you for opening yourself up to like accepting those. That's just, that's such a great thing when you know that like, I'm actually releasing this somewhere and it's an actual yeah. physical thing. Right. Um, it's not just like mailing out with no address. So you're kind of like your conscious mind is like, well, I know it's not going yeah. anywhere, but like, this is something concrete. Yeah. It's amazing. And I take real, I mean, I like, I feel like really honored to have them and I have them in, in books with like sleeves and everything. Like I have them like protected, you know, because I feel like I was given somebody's like, you know, wish or desire, you know, I'm like holding it close to my heart. So when I photograph them, I get 
really into like what the message is and really take the time to think about how I want to photograph it. And that's, and that's like me being also a, a co-creator with the person's manifestation. Like I want to help them it, get out there. Like I want them to have what it is they desire. So I take um, it seriously and I really am intentional when I sit with the card and I photograph it and how I photograph it. Like, it's not just, oh, you know, whatever, you know, like I really, it's revered for me, you know, cause that's your wish. That's your desire. So yeah, that's, absolutely. And that's what brings me the most joy is taking the, taking the postcards and then I get to photograph it. That's where I like get all like energized, you know, cause that's when I'm tapping into my creativity, which is what I love to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you send that photo that you took back to the person or like even email I it? I don't usually just okay. because of, you know, time, <laughs> you know what I mean? And how many, but I post them on my social media every week. Okay. So anybody can grab it and then it, you know, and they can print it out. Like I've had some people do that. They're like, oh, I'm so glad. And then they'll make a print of it and then they can keep it. Yeah. Yeah. It's too right. difficult just for me to like, oh, okay. Cause I do want every week that I post every week, I should say, but I'm doing them all the time. And I would just be at the post office all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. They know you by name and, right. you, the account and, if and everything. you see it like, you know, I mean, if somebody's like, you know, oh, did you photograph mine and just lets me know where it is. And then I find I'd be like, oh, yeah, and I'll email it to them or something, you know, okay, like that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. And being being the photographer, I feel like because I hear a lot of like intuitive painters and intuitive artists, you feel like when you get the postcard, is it almost mm -hmm. like an intuitive, like you just kind mm -hmm. of place the objects like it, you yeah. can feel into the the photo that you're creating yeah. yeah yeah and when I'm doing it like I'll set it all up so I I, sh I had to shift the way I was photographing it like from before COVID and it's changed a lot and I like it so much better like now because I I have a I set up a part of my space as a little studio for it specifically so it becomes, it's a sacred space. It's my sacred space. It's my, sometimes I'll put on like really cool music that makes me feel uplifted and I'll start like arranging how I want the picture to look, what I want to be in with the photo. There's a lot of symbols, you know, of me putting my own kind of symbolic spin on it, you know, that it's intentional in the photo. So yeah, so that's where like, I'm like, oh, yeah, don't bother me. Usually my phone's off. Like, don't call me. I'm in my space. It's sacred. It's my sacred space. And hopefully I'm helping somebody else get what they really want while I'm in my sacred space, you know, with your desire and your wish. You know, it's like my wish for you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes, like, maybe I'm sprinkling a little bit of my own magic on it for you, you know, kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and I'm thinking it's so powerful when you send, like people are almost sending their visions to mm -hmm. you and then uh -huh. you're putting the positive intention. I mean, you hear, like, I think scientists have done studies where if someone's yeah. across the world, but they're sending positivity yep. to this plant, it'll flourish mm -hmm. even more. Yep. And like, that's yep. what you're doing to mm -hmm. the vision that these yeah. people had sent to you. Yeah, so that's exactly what I'm doing. I mean, usually there's always like candles lit, you know, it's like always... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love like, it. It is. It's my favorite part of the week. 
is doing that. Like, I love doing this. I love the radio show. I meet the most interesting people. I love spreading other people's messages. But I feel like I'm just kind of like a conduit. Like, I'm like helping all of us get what it is we want. Because I know, you know, when people are saying, like, how do we change this? And how do we change this? And the world looks like this. And the world looks like that. And don't get me wrong. I can get very heated when I hear about things like injustice and all that stuff. But I realized that if we all turned our love onto ourselves and we all felt worthy, the world would just change. Any, it would just change because you can't hurt somebody else if you love yourself a lot and you have worthiness and you feel mm-hmm. you're deserving. You're going to look at everybody else and it, it becomes like contagious, right? So the more of us that are doing what you're doing and what I'm doing and are waking up and, and, and healing ourselves... That's how we heal the world. We don't have to do anything out there. We just have to share who we are authentically and more people will want to do that. So that's like my big vision for the world, you know, because there was a time where it's like, oh, you have to do this and you have to be an activist and all that. I mean, if that's your calling, absolutely. But as long as you really love yourself and you treat yourself well and you know you deserve everything it is that you want and that you're loved, so does everybody else. And you can't help but feel that way about everybody else. You know, we wouldn't have the violence that we have because happy people are not committing violent acts. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it's the ripple effect, right? Yeah. When you feel really good, that's an energy and you're going to be good to your neighbor, be good to the yeah. next person. And, you know, I don't know one person who has experience with manifestation and isn't like in love with sharing it because it's so incredible. Yeah. It makes you feel yeah. limitless and you can't help but want to share it. So, right. I mean, the whole right. world is just kind of lighting up and it's almost like catching fire in the sense yeah. of like when one person's lit up, they're sharing it. Everybody else is catching on. And uh, the world right now, I mean, it's a collective energy, right? Mm-hmm. We're all energy. It starts with one and then it takes off yeah. from there. And so we each have a role to play in that. And I talk often about uh, the power of putting yourself first and your self-care, because if you're mm-hmm. not really caring for yourself, like you're saying, if you're not really loving mm-hmm. yourself, you cannot show up to mm-hmm. anyone and be of the greatest benefit. And so you really have to look within mm-hmm. yourself first. Yeah. And then everything just gets better and better for everybody involved in your life. Everybody, everybody in your immediate life, your friends, your family, all your relationships shift. Some relationships may fall apart because they're not where you are. They can't rise to meet you and they may have to go. And there may be some painful, you know, moves in your life, you know, and that happens when worthiness starts to come in and that's okay because it's making the space for the people that can match you to come into your life and can take you to a whole other experience. that's much more enriching. Right. So yeah, like you, like we both said, I mean, that's why when I first started the work, I, I followed Louise Hay and did the mirror work because I, I was working on worthiness. I was working on loving myself and not criticizing myself so much. You know, I've always been hard on myself ever since I was a kid, you know, and I didn't realize how many times I would look in a mirror. I mean, first of all, think about women in general. And I know men do it too, but women do it worse. What do we do when we look in the mirror? And we put it, we're getting out our flaws, start pointing out our flaws. Oh, these jeans don't fit me. I'm gaining weight. Am I fat? Oh, I have another wrinkle. My hair looks like crap. 
that's all we do. And it's mm-hmm. so ingrained that it's crazy. So when that's why that was probably one of the most powerful things I did on worthiness was mirror work because I've become really conscious. And if I catch myself criticizing myself, I'll say, oh, geez, Melissa, stop. You know, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, and, and I don't look at myself and, and, and see so many flaws anymore. I've learned to love my flaws. You know, yeah, I would love to have a flat stomach, but I don't. And I've kind of like just learned how to deal with it. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it, it's who I am, you know, as I'm getting older and that's what happens and it's mm-hmm. okay. I love my pasta too much. You know, I'm not going to give that up. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it doesn't make you less worthy, any less worthy, right. like whatever you it look doesn't. like. Whatever I mean, women, we can always find something to criticize about our, our, our looks. So stop. Yeah. If you're doing yeah. it, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? I want to add to that point too, because as women, sometimes we'll get compliments, like your hair looks nice or your outfit looks mm-hmm. nice. And we're like, oh, this? Like, oh no. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, right. just say thank you. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> like, thank you. Say thank yeah. you. And and I do want to say, say something. I just had this conversation uh, the other day. I've been having it a lot. Try, if you're, try not to compliment on somebody's body and weight, because I notice this that when you lose weight, especially women, we do this to each other. Oh my God, you lost weight. You look so good. That's not a compliment. Mm -hmm. That is saying that is making the person feel like, well, what did I look like before? Because women were very conscious of our weight. It's thrown in our face all the time. Be really super conscious. Unless the person you know very well is actively working to try to lose weight and you know this about them, that's different. But because I remember um, when I went through the divorce and everything, I got really thin. Like, I don't I don't have a weight problem, you know, like I'm average weight and I don't have a weight problem, whatever. It's fine. But I got super, super thin. Do you know how many people said, oh, my God, you look amazing. You look so good. And I felt like terrible inside. I was like so heartbroken. The job I loved was gone. The relationship was gone. I had to leave my home. I was hard. And everybody's telling me I looked great. And I'm like. That's a, that's a message that, you know, so from that point, I'm, I never make a comment about somebody's weight ever, unless I know them and they're actively trying to lose weight and they're working out and they are asked, you know, they, you, it's an intimate relationship, but people I haven't seen in a while. I never go, Oh my God, you look so good. You lost so much weight. It's none of my business. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. And that happened to a friend of mine. Her daughter was in the hospital for kidney infection and she was already super thin. And first of all, she's the kid 17. So you should never be doing that. And another parent saw her and said, oh, my God, you look so good. You lost weight. And my friend, who is the mother, had to pull the woman aside and said and said that how inappropriate that was. Don't Mm -hmm. you don't know her daughter was in the hospital. She was sick. Like, and you're telling this young girl who's impressionable. So I just wanted to, since it came up and talking about mirror work and our self-worth and, and our worthiness and loving our bodies for what it is, be very conscious of other people's and what you say. And you don't mean it like that. It's not like you're saying, oh, you look terrible before, but it just makes you self-aware of how much we're so conscious of what people look like. And it's really not our business what other people look like. You know, we don't know what they're going through inside, you know, 
Yeah. So I just felt like yeah, exactly. this was a perfect platform to say that. It really was. Yeah. You know what? I'm so glad that I had mentioned that because I think this point is so, so important. So thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that because you're right. And we don't know. And sometimes we mean well, but we don't actually really, you know, consider right. our words sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can you share Mm-hmm. because I know it's in your book. And so I just want to give people an example of some of the manifestations that you've seen. So do you mind sharing like a couple of manifestations that have come out of the postcards to the universe? Sure. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't mind sharing at all. So let me think of, I'm just going to flip as this, as somebody can inspire me that, I mean, I have, well, one of the cards in my book has uh, the woman has become a very dear friend so she her she has a brand and i'll tell you her brand her brand is called mole mama and she is um she cooks mexican food right so that's her she's she her, her language of love is through food and she also wanted to write so she wrote a book a nonfiction book and she also wanted to write a book of fiction and it's all based around food so she was just kind of starting her business as she made the postcard and she'd laugh and she'd say, Oh, I'm not creative. I'm going to actually try to show you her card. If I can find it as I'm talking to you, she's like, Oh, I'm really not creative. And it didn't look like some of the cards I showed earlier. She's not a visual artist. You know, her art is her food. Mm -hmm. So, but everything she put on her card has come true. Her YouTube channel, her videos, her writing for other blogs, her nonfiction book that was published or that she published her book that her fiction book that she's is the, is going through the editing process now from a publisher. She wanted to get it published is going to be coming out. So everything on her card for her brand has is, is coming true. And it's just like, so incredible. Like, She's like, and and I remember asking her to do it. And then her first thought was like, yeah, that'll be all right. Like, it's fun. It's okay. I'll do it. I'll participate. And then when she wrote everything that started happening, she's like, I can't believe it. You know? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Oh my God. I can't find it. Oh, that's amazing. Now she needs to do another one. (laughs) Yes, I know. I know. So that was one story. And then, um, Another story was um, uh, somebody just basically, and this is the anonymous story, but I just thought it was really powerful. So I kind of want to share it. So he, he kind of came to like, we had like an artist event. I live in an artist community, my building, like all artists live here and we have a gallery in the center of our building. So we're always having like events and I was doing, I had the postcards out and he like just made a little simple postcard about how he wanted to find more joy in his life. It's really simple. So I didn't know him. And I just, I knew uh, his, one of my neighbors is, she knows him. She's his friend. So uh, a couple of weeks after the postcard, he had a heart attack and he almost, he almost died. It was pretty bad. He had a, and he was young. I think he was in his forties. He had a heart attack. And when he had the heart attack, he, and he was in the hospital recovering, he kind of had a life aha moment. He was, he was an attorney. Um, and because it was in his family, like his father, his grandfather, I think if I'm remembering correctly, he was attorneys. And that's why he went to the business, but he hated it because he was a defense attorney. 
I mean, he dealt with a lot of criminals and a lot of that part of the world. And he didn't have any joy in his life, any joy in his life. So his postcard was based on the fact that he survives a heart attack and that ha- that ha- that shifted his whole life so that he could finally open up his heart to what he really wanted to do. And now he like teaches and he coaches disadvantaged kids and he makes a lot less money and he's so happy. And because he, but his postcard was, I just want to have more joy in my life. So the universe said, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) here we go. Hold on. (laughs) Right. Here we go again about how you don't necessarily know the why, but it is going to happen. Like the universe will conspire in some way. Oh my gosh. And it's a painful, but he said, when we talked before, you know, when we were talking about it, he said he never would have left the job. He never would have stopped doing what he was doing because it earned him a good living. It was the grandfather, the father, him. It was like he was meant to be doing it, but he was miserable doing it, but he wouldn't have left it. So having that heart event you know, joy, we feel joy in our heart, right? That's where we feel it on our center. Having that heart event totally changed his life. I mean, luckily he survived it. He said, you know, it could have killed him and Mm -hmm. and it didn't. And he said, so he just sitting there really thinking like why this happened to him. That's how, that's what he got. He realized I'm, I'm not happy doing what I'm doing and I have to change my life. And he changed it dramatically. So yeah. Which wow. I thought was a really powerful story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really so incredible. Yeah, like that one sticks with me so much because mm-hmm. it's so like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times we're thinking, oh, you know, I just want a, you know, I want a new love or I want a new car. You know, those are kind of things. But this guy was just like, I just want some joy. And it was really, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, there's another story of a woman who was holding on to um, grief and resentment and some unforgiveness in a past relationship, even though she was married, happily married to somebody else and had kids. And, but she still felt like there was some, she was holding back maybe a little, I guess, in her, her current relationship because of the hurts that happened to her before. And she made, she heard about me. We never met. She met through a friend and she, she, sent me a postcard and it was all about letting go of a past relationship and the hurts and all the things that happened. And she said, Oh, I made the postcard. I'm whatever. And she never ended up sending it. And like a couple of months later, I reached out to her and I said, what happened? And you sent the postcard. She's like, Oh yeah, I will. I've just been, you know, she had a million excuses why she didn't send it. So another like month or so went by and she messaged me through Facebook and she's like, you're not going to even believe what happened. She said, The day I sent the card, the day she finally was ready to release it, the guy who she hadn't spoken to in like 10 years or longer reached out to her to offer her an apology. The day she put it in the Wow. Oh my gosh. The day, right? incredible. Yeah. So when she was finally ready to release it, and she didn't even need him to apologize. There was no Mm -hmm. communication. There was no... But she was finally ready to let it go is when he reached out. That's so that's powerful cool. because when I we know. release the need, that's when it comes because we don't have that yeah. need energy, right? Yeah. It's so people so have sent me postcards about healing, healing mm-hmm. something from their past, healing a relationship, you know, just letting it go and 
learning how to forgive. I mean, it doesn't have to be a thing. It could yeah. be, you know, a situation that you're holding on to that you want to let go of, you know, you can make something around that. That's why I take them very personal. I hold them close to my heart and I take them very personal because they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's so yeah. incredible. Thank you for sharing those because it really paints the photo of like just how powerful mm-hmm. this exercise is. So can you tell everybody how they can participate, how they can yeah. get started with yeah. this? So if you go to my website, postcardstotheuniverse.com, that has links to everything. My radio show, my podcast, um, the, the weekly affirmations. I have pictures on there of all the ones that I post on all my social media. You can follow me on Instagram and I'm on now I'm on, uh, what is it? TikTok, TikTok, starting mm-hmm. on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the young kids, <laughs> all of the things. And there's a, there's a, how to make a postcard section. So if you make, um, if you sign up for my newsletter, um, you get in your email, uh, a PDF download about using gratitude, which I'm going to take, make this a course, which is coming up about how to make, uh, work with gratitude for manifesting. It's like a PDF. It's a 44 page workbook. It's a month long. And we use, we use our phones and cameras as part of our gratitude, our gratitude work that brings things into our life. So you get that free. Um, and you can purchase my book from my website. It takes you right to Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And you also get how to make a postcard in the email. And that's also stated on my website and the address, you know, where to send it. And if you are, um, you have any questions, just I'm an open book. People can email, you know, they can listen to me on the radio. I talk about stuff like this every week and I have different authors on and, you know, we talk about all this stuff. Yeah. So, okay. I'm easy to find. I'm very easy to find. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm going to be sharing that link in the show notes. And so, um, if you're listening and curious, you can find everything and participate. This has been Mm -hmm. so, so great, Melissa. Thank you so much for everything. I mean, I feel so good after this. I feel like me too. I love talking about this. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's so fun to be interviewed. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was so good. All right, here are today's self-empowerment takeaways. One, become that which you want. Tap into the feeling of already having your desires and remember that before you could achieve anything, you first have to become an energetic or frequency match to it. Two, let go of the how. Most oftentimes, the universe has a greater plan for us. So release the need for everything having to go exactly the way you had planned it and open yourself up to the infinite possibilities that exist. Three, find a mindful practice that works for you. This could be meditation, journaling, breath work, yoga, or just time in nature. Don't force any activity onto yourself if it doesn't feel good. Just allow yourself to explore and try different practices to find out what you most enjoy. Four, we are co-creators with the universe. And when you realize this, you realize that we're never really alone in anything. And when we follow our intuitive nudges, this becomes so much more apparent. And the things that flow into your life are almost magical. Five, believe that you are worthy of your desires. 
Doing mindfulness practices will really help you with this and connect with yourself. I mean, get to know yourself on a deeper level and you will realize just how amazing and wonderful you are. We also talked about mirror work today, and this is one of the practices I recommend in my free guide called Five Ways to Cultivate Self-Awareness. All personal growth really stems from self-awareness. We really have to understand who we are and our thought patterns. If you would like this free guide, follow the link in the show notes to have it sent directly to your email. As always, I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from today's episode. And so please consider leaving a rating and review on the podcast platform that you're listening on right now. And if you're listening to it on Spotify, please go ahead and answer the question that I had asked in the episode page itself. I asked, what is your biggest takeaway? And I would love to hear about it. Also, if you're watching this video on YouTube to be able to catch the postcards that Melissa was showing us throughout this episode, feel free to leave a review on there and let me know how you're liking the show. Thanks so much for being here and until next time, stay empowered. Thanks for being here. I hope you got just as much value out of today's episode as I did. If you feel called, please leave a rating and review of this podcast and share this episode with someone who you feel would benefit from the conversation we had. It's going to help us reach more people. And this is just one way that we can all help empower each other from the inside out. 